This is Are You There World? It's me, Taylor, job journey from a clueless graduating senior. And right now I'm with Marnie Braverman, who's the group marketing director at Hearst Magazines. She's worked with magazines and digital programming like Women's Health, Men's Health, Cosmopolitan, Seventeen, and Clever. Um, so thank you so much for coming on and talking to me. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me. I'm so glad. <laughs> what does your current job look like? So my current job, the the world of media, and I'm sure you've talked to some other people in this world, the world of media has changed a lot in the last 10 to 15 years. And um, I've, for the better part of my career, worked in magazine media, but that is completely redefined. And I even hesitate to use the word magazine anymore because every magazine is now so many things. It's a magazine, it's a website, it's various social media handles, it's an experiential brand, it's a podcast, um, it's so many different things. So, um, and most of the, what we call legacy media companies, like where I work at Hearst or companies like Condé Nast or Time Inc um, have all uh, over the course of the past 10 years, um, change their organizational structures a lot. And um, this is my long way of saying, what does my job look like now? Which is, it looks a lot different than what it looked like when I started in my career, when you got hired out of college and you really just worked on one, let's call it magazine brand. So whether that was, you know, a magazine and a website and social and all those types of things, you still just focused on one property, if you will. And now, as you could see by just even how you introduced me with my title, um, I now work in a group, and this is just common throughout the entire industry. Um, I now work in a group of a variety of brands that are grouped together based on certain commonalities. So my group is actually called the Youth and Wellness Group. So um, we... Um, have individual editorial teams that write and edit the magazine and the website and social media. But um, I am in marketing and sales and marketing. So we actually sell and market all of those brands. Um, because at the end of the day, what my job is all about is helping my sales team to generate advertising revenue. So, um, so I know you were saying earlier that you're trying to think about what kind of marketing you want to be in. There's obviously so many kinds and so many different industries and they mean so many different things, right? So what I do and people like me is really called ad sales marketing. So um, my organization makes most of its money based on advertising sales. And um, my job is to really work with my salespeople to help them get folks to advertise by coming up with unique propositions other than just like run this ad. So for instance, so my primary focus within the group is actually on women's health. So, um, so for instance, um, we literally just yesterday, I was yesterday uh, on Friday, um, <clears throat> I was on set shooting a video series for a client, um, which I guess I, 
probably shouldn't name on a podcast. I don't know. But anyway, a a water bottle, like a well-known water bottle, if you will. And um, we got uh, $200,000 worth of ad revenue from them because they wanted to be incorporated into a variety of workout videos that we post on our site and on social, on Instagram, on Reels, on TikTok. And so my job was to come up with a way that we could incorporate that water bottle into a variety of videos, determine where those videos are posted, organize a shoot to you know, create that product placement, organize an ad campaign that would ultimately drive eyeballs to those videos on all those different platforms um, and write up essentially like a proposal or a pitch to say, hey, um, water bottle company, if you spend this much money, this is what we'll do for you. So yes, you'll run some like digital advertising and whatnot, but really at the end of the day, we're trying to give you more bang for your buck by incorporating you organically into our content. So that's just kind of a random, but real life example. So it's trying to come up with creative ideas to give advertisers a reason to advertise other than just that they align with our brand. Um, And that might be, Um, so that was sort of one example. Um, another big thing that people like myself do in ad sales marketing is we come up with, um, we do a lot of uh, special events and even during the pandemic, we've done a ton of virtual events. So for instance, right now I'm working on, um, something for October, which we're calling the women's health breakthroughs festival. So breakthroughs is like a franchise we have in our magazine, and we're going to bring it to life with this week-long, during Mental Health Awareness Week, um, festival filled with all sorts of um, virtual, live, and in the metaverse, um, workouts, nutrition, counseling, journaling, meditation, um, inspirational speakers, uh, sort of everything you need to live, you know, like a happy, healthy life. So, my job is to not only figure out how to sell sponsors into that, but to actually figure out what that whole festival is all about. Like determine what the programming is, book all of the talent, record these types of Zoom sessions, um, figure out where things are going to live. Are we going to do things virtually? Are we going to do them in real life? Um, My group is really... um, taken some great steps forward in terms of doing things in the metaverse, which is super cool. So figuring that out. Um, so, um, that was a really long answer to what does my group look like now, or what is my, you know, role look like now, but really at the heart of it, it is about coming up with creative solutions to help drive advertisers in. That's really cool. Um, it sounds super fun and super interesting and creative and challenging. Um, but I think it's really cool how, you know, one day you could be doing filming, one day you could be doing event planning that no, no day is ever the same. That sounds really great. Yeah. No day is ever the same, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Yes. <laughs> did you always know that you wanted to work in marketing and publishing? Like, how did you get uh, to your current job? Um, I didn't even know what marketing was when I started my job, (laughs) but I, um, 
I did actually know that I always wanted to work for a magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of those, like when I was a kid, I used to read my mom's mag- fashion magazines and I grew up in Virginia. And I thought like, when I grow up, I'm going to move to New York city and I'm going to work for a fashion magazine. And that's going to be so awesome. And, um, I was a journalism major and I was going to, I wanted to be on the editorial side and write. And um, I had a lot of internships during college, all on the editorial side. And when I moved up here um, and was looking for a job, I landed in just this really small company, um, which published a couple of small fashion magazines. And um, the only job they had for me was on the sales side as a sales assistant. And I was kind of like, I remember saying to the person who interviewed me, like, no, you know, thanks and all, but I really want to be on the editorial side. Like I'm a writer. This is what I've been working towards like my whole life. And um, the owner of the company said, you know, listen, this is a small company, like you're right out of college. And why don't you try something that you don't know much about? You already know what you think you want to do. Give it a shot take this job as a sales assistant. And, and, and again, this is a very small company. So he had the, the, um, the uh, authority to make these decisions. He's like, if you don't like it in six months, I promise I'll move you over to the editorial side. But he's like, you'll, this was a long time ago, but he's like, you know, it'll provide you great exposure to the business side of the magazine world. And frankly, you'll ultimately make more money on that side. And I'm like, I don't care about money. I just want to do what I want to do. Um, anyway, I started as a sales assistant. And um, and then a few months later, a position opened in the marketing department. And um, the woman who ran that was kind of just like, you know, hey, any sales assistants, do you want to be in the marketing department? And um, I kind of raised my hand and said, like, I'll give it a try. And then literally never looked back because it was, it turned out that I was able to do so much creative writing that I didn't really know existed more sort of like pitching clients, but it was still creative thinking and writing. And I was able to express myself in all these different ways, but I also really loved the challenge of kind of the business side of it and working towards, you know, tangible goals like sales and, and then also releasing the fruits of my labor come to life when clients actually bought the advertising and I could execute that event or that video or whatever it was. So I completely fell into it. And, um, all these years later, you know, fortunately, like knock wood, I love it. I just think it's, it's just what you said to me. It's, never the same thing every day. And you just have such a great opportunity to be creative in so many different ways. Um, and it's, you know, really exciting. Yeah. Is, is that kind of variety, like your favorite thing about your industry, do you think? Uh, I think my favorite thing is it's not, it, it is the variety, but it's also just that, um, So over the course of my career, I've worked for a lot of different uh, types of magazine brands. So, you know, currently I'm in a more women's focus group with women's health and 
um, and Cosmo and sort of young women. Um, but I've worked for GQ, which was totally different. I remember thinking like, I could never work here. I'm not a man. I don't understand. Um, I worked for parenting magazine when I wasn't even married or a parent and same thing. I was like, how could I ever work here? And what I learned was that being a good marketer, you can market literally anything, Definitely, Uh, just a matter of understanding your audience and, um, And so I think that one of my favorite things about the industry is just the opportunity to, to work on different products and use like your core skills to, uh, bring new perspectives to those different products, if you will. And then I think also over the years, as I said, like this whole industry started off as just magazines. And then next thing, you know, we had websites and the next thing, you know, we had social media and, you know, so many other things, podcasts. And, um, and now, as I mentioned, we're working on doing things like in the metaverse, like there's just always something cool and fun and new to learn. And so even though I've been doing this for over 20 years, I never feel like I'm doing like the same old, same old. I mean, fundamentally I'm doing the same thing, but there's just always something cool and new. And, um, in the advertising world, like advertisers always usually want to glom on to like, whatever is like the cool new thing. Yeah. So like, oh, I want to advertise on TikTok because that's where everyone's, you know, everyone's eyeballs are. Oh my God, I want to be involved in a podcast or, oh my God, I want to do something in virtual reality because that's so cool. So it's really on us in marketing to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go figure that out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that, but I'm going to learn about it. And that's really exciting to be able to do that. Yes. It's, kind of ever-changing, I guess, which is fun. Um, How about your least favorite thing about your industry? Uh, Okay, I guess my least favorite thing is, uh, in a weird way, the same as my most favorite thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think my least favorite thing is that the the, the fact that there's always something new, like what's the new shiny object that advertisers are swirling around. Um, and what's like the new media that everyone's swirling around is the most exciting, but it's also the, the most challenging thing about being in my industry because the media industry has just become so incredibly fractured. It's harder for people to get jobs, to stay in jobs, to be successful in jobs, because everything is, it's harder to make money in this, not the individual employee. It's harder for companies to make money because just when you think you've got like, oh, my website's amazing. I'm rocking it. I have so many users. I'm going to sell this thing like crazy. Well, now advertisers want to advertise on Instagram. And then you're like, oh my God, I got to figure out Instagram, right? So it's been really, really, really challenging for any advertising dependent media because advertisers have so many places to interact with consumers. Um, So again, it makes it exciting as the person 
working at this company because I'm always like, oh, I should look into this. I should look into that. Um, you know, we just created um, a um, a new sort of division within our company that's that's um, filled with micro influencers because hmm. you know, obviously, advertisers are yeah influencers. So um, it's super exciting, but it's definitely really challenging just from a like we need to make money to succeed <laughs> type of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Do you maybe have any advice for somebody looking to break into your industry or even advice for your 22 year old self for somebody who graduated literally yesterday? <laughs> literally yesterday. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that um, obviously what you're doing, Taylor, just speaking to all these people has got to be super informative and hopefully something someone says will make you be like, oh my gosh, I would want to do that. That sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, it's so easy for me to say now, and I guess I say this to you and I would say to my 22 year old self, like, you know, get a job in the field that you, that you think you like and think in your head, you know what, I'll definitely stay here for a year. I'm going to check it out, but I'm not going to like, think like, oh my God, I'm putting all my eggs in this one basket. I better do so much research and find out exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right? Like this is so not the rest of your life. This is the beginning. And there's so many different opportunities that you could explore. And I think that once you get into a workplace, whatever that is, you'll start to understand yourself and the things that you like to do and don't like to do. Um, and, um, I love that you had said that someone had else suggested to start off, um, in a more general position. I think my advice to be honest would be, which is what I did, but it was just by totally by chance, yeah. um, was starting off in a small company mm -hmm. because, um, I was just saying this to a friend last night that when I took that first job that I kind of didn't even really want to take. Um, so, you know, my dream was to move to New York and work for a fashion magazine. So literally like three days after I accepted that job, I got a call to come to an interview at Vogue in their fashion department. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would have been like my mind blowingly, like insanely amazing dream come true. Yeah. At the time, my dad was like, oh, you can't do that. You've already committed to this other job. That would be unethical. And that's a whole other debate. But, um, but I did have friends who went to work for a really large company and I was able to do so much more in my job. My career progressed so much faster. I wasn't about my career progressing mm -hmm. fast, but I was about like learning and doing and not just like being an assistant that didn't really do anything. And so the fact that I started in that small company, I was doing really meaningful work within the first, you know, year or two that I worked there. Whereas a lot of my peers were still, you know, four years in being like a low level assistant. And I think that starting in a small company really allowed me to, to do that. And I mean, you have to obviously like grab the reins. No one's going to just give it to you. So you're in a small company and you have to be like, I'll do this. I'll do that. 
Um, I can try this. Give me a shot. And people always will. They always will. And then you'll, you'll do a great job and then they'll give you more. And um, I think that that would absolutely be my advice. Yeah. I've interned at small companies before and I totally get that. It's like, you can, you get more freedom. You can try more things, learn more things, do more things. Yeah. Thank you so much for the advice and for telling me about what you do. This was like super helpful and interesting and informative. And I really appreciate you imparting your wisdom on me. Absolutely. Anytime.